Hey, Boomer. Think you know your millennial stuff? Uh, pokey what? What about you, Gen Xer? Ready to drop some knowledge? Eh, bite me. It's time to play Generally Speaking on the BS. Hey, welcome back. Uh, thanks for listening. It's the BS. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. And there's Nelson. Kyle on the other side of the glass. We got Monster Jam passes. Four of them to give out to you. Golden One Center, January 26th, all courtesy of our friends at Feld Entertainment. We have the live uh, live stream going until 9 on the BS Facebook page, as well as the 98 Rock Facebook page. If you want to watch Nikki D cover up like she's in Alaska. That's how it feels in here, like Alaska. Chris and Lincoln, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Good, good, good. Uh, Mary Jane in Sacramento. How are you, Mary Jane? Pretty good. Good, good. All right. Well, thanks for being here. The game is called Generally Speaking. Nelson goes out. He talks to what we call a generalist. We'll introduce you to that person here in just a second and uh, ask some generation-esque type of questions. All you have to do is yay or nay their answer. Yay, they're going to get it right, or nay, they're going to get it incorrect. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, that point goes to your competition. Nikki will help you out along the way, okay? Yes? Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Excellent. Yep. All right. Let me introduce you to our generalist. Go ahead. How old are you? 42. 42, that makes you a millennial. What do you do for a living? I'm a systems analyst. Tell me something interesting about yourself. Uh, I like to ski and surf, and since I live in California, sometimes I do it on the same day. All right. Then the name is David. Yeah, can't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm teaching. I'm training uh, Joe here. So what's you know, your name? David. Yeah, there you go. You missed the first. I part. missed the button, and that's my fault. And for that, I'll give myself a whip. Yeah. All right. So David, the millennial. That's what we're dealing with. Chris and Mary Jane. Chris, since you were up first, you'll get the first question. Here it is. A one. Created in 1958, this side dish is known as the San Francisco treat. All right, Nikki D. First created in 1958, this side dish is known as the San Francisco treat. That would be rice aroni. Rice aroni. That is a mm-hmm. boomer question. Yeah, boomers definitely will know rice aroni. Will David the millennial Chris know rice aroni? Yay or nay? I feel like David. Yeah, I think that's an easy one. Yeah, I feel like he should know this. This one's going to set the tone for for what he knows. I'm going to say yay for this as well. I got to tell you, as a kid, I love those commercials. Me too. Rice Aroni, the, the San, San Francisco, Francisco tree. And they'd always be chasing that damn trolley. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chris, locking that in, yay. Yes? Definitely yay. All right, let's find out. A2. Rice Aroni, <laughs> the San Francisco treat. That's right. All right. all right. So, with that being said, one of the greatest, if not greatest, jingles of all time, Rice Aroni? Yes. yes, it is. Absolutely. Better than da 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 da. I don't know if it's better. Mm. I think it's as noted. Well, name one better than those two. Uh, Dubmint Gum. Uh, what? The Dubmint Gum one. The Dubmint Gum. What? Do the du- do it. I'm trying to think. I didn't of even know what now. you said. The Double Mint Gum. <laughs> oh, Double Mint Gum. Double your pleasure. Double, double your, your fun. fun. Uh, no. No, it's not as iconic. No. no. No, no way. The only reason I would say McDonald's is better or more iconic is because all you have to say is but up, 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 up. Da, 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 da. And, and, and then, then you're supposed to go, I'm loving I'm it. I'm loving it. Right, and yeah. not once do you say McDonald's, but you know it's McDonald's. Yeah. All right, Mary Jane, next one is yours. Uh, here we go. B1. 
Four boys go off in search of seeing a dead body in this classic film. This is a Gen X question. Four boys go off in search of seeing a dead body in this classic film. Nikki D, the answer? Uh, Boys in the Hood? No. Ricky didn't die until the end. (laughs) They still saw a dead body there. Um, Four boys. Uh, Is it the Lost Boys? Nope. Um, It's also a very popular song. hmm. If you go down the river, you might find it. Go down the river. Shoot. Stand, it is by, stand by me. I have no idea. Stand by me is correct, yeah. River oh. Phoenix. Stand. <laughs> stand. Did you get the clue? At first I was like, well, they walked past ri- River Phoenix. River got Phoenix. It. You got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Mary Jane, stand by me. Yay or nay. David, our millennial generalist, will he know stand by me? Yay or nay? Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Nikki? I do not think he's going to know this one, Mary. This one, um, right. yeah, this isn't too commonly known by everyone. I'm going to say nay. Really? Yeah, let's go with that. I'll lock it in. Really? Nay. Okay, let's find out. B2. Um, oh, oh, um, <laughs> Goonies, the Goonies. Actually, the answer is stand by me. Oh. Goonies. There's no dead bodies mm-hmm. in Goonies except for right. the skeletons that they found with a dead pirate. Uh, right. <laughs> They called it, though. These people. All right. Uh, all tied up. Nicely done. All right, Chris. Next one. Generally speaking, here we go. C1. What did Dire Straits want for nothing? <laughs> uh, Gen X question, Nikki D. What did Dire Straits want for nothing? Dire Straits. Ooh. Want for nothing. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Should I just get this one? Uh, Chris, you know the answer, right? Yeah, MTV. No. That's not what they wanted for nothing. No. Money. Yes. Money for nothing. Yeah, money for nothing. Oh. And their their money in particular for nothing. Their money for nothing. Chicks for free. And chicks for free, sure. Yeah. All right. uh, That song is edited, correct? Because it's got the Uh, bass line. Uh Uh-huh. That's what I thought. All right. Their money is what we're looking for, Chris. Yay or nay, will Dave, our millennial generalist, know their money? Mm. I think he'll get it. I, th- I don't think he's going to get this. I would say nay. I, I think he'll get it. I'm going to say yay. Yay. All right. You lock, barely got it. Lock, locking that in? Yep. <laughs> you right. barely got it. <laughs> Here we go. C2. Uh, they're my MTV. They're my, they're my MTV. My MTV. No, it was their <sighs> money. At least, at, least he had, you know, at least he's in the song. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. That point, Mary Jane, goes to you. You're up 2-1. And uh, if you're familiar with how this game works, every point, muy importante. Uh, okay, so next one. Here we go. D1, Mary Jane. With 180 games and individual sales of half a billion units, this video game mascot is the face of the highest grossing franchise to date. Wow. Nikki D, a lot of words there. With 180 games and individual sales of half a billion units, <laughs> this video game mascot is the face of the highest grossing franchise to date. Mario? Yeah, there you go. Oh, That's what I was going to say, too. God. Yeah. That was a lot. And Mario debuted in what? 1984. No. In what video game? No. Super Brothers. No. no. Donkey Kong. Yep, there Donkey, it is. Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. Look at yes, me. I'm a trivia genius. I don't know if I go heavy on genius, certainly, but. <laughs> yeah. Let's just call you Gene. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mario is what we're looking for. Mary Jane, will our generalist David the Millennial know Mario? Yay or nay? 
I think I want to say yay. I would say yay. He's a millennial. This is right in his wheelhouse. He will know Mario. All right. Yeah. Locking that in, yes? Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. D2. Ma- Mario. Mario. That's correct. You just said it with an accent. Mario. Mario. Except it's it's a me, Mario. It's a me, Mario. Mario. So like he was going for that, but didn't quite get it. Chris, here's where we're at in the game. You got to get this right uh, in order. Right here, one. That's correct. Yeah, you got to get this right even to stay in the game. Okay, if you get this wrong, then Mary Jane's just going to go ahead and win. That's just how each point works here. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. E one. Where are the kisses hers and hers and his? Wow, these are great questions. <laughs> Gen X question. Nikki D, where are the kisses hers and hers and his? Uh-huh. Hershey's? No. It's a good guess. Yeah, it's not bad. Based it's a good on guess. Um, um, where are the kisses hers and hers and his? What if you answer to her a little differently? Hold on for a second. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you a physical clue. Ooh. Okay. Right. Would you like to do play-by-play? Play? Yeah. Go ahead. He's standing up. He's walking over. He is walking out of the studio. Door shuts. Knocking on the door. He, he comes he, in. He went and knocked on our door. Knocking heaven's door. <laughs> no, I I promise you, heaven is not on no. the other side no. of the door. <laughs> I can guarantee he, that. He came and knocked on our door. Come and knock on your door. Uh, three's company. Bam! Answer. <laughs> Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's company, too. There is no way. <laughs> there is no way he going to get this. <laughs> Yay or nay, Chris? This is going to keep you in the game. Three's company is what we're looking for. I'm with Nickety. Definitely no way. No way. way. (laughs) The clue. Let's talk about it for a second. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. You Before we even do that, brilliant. All right. So, nay on three's company to stay in the game. Correct? Locking that in? Locking it in. All right. This is a Gen X question. Let's find out. E2. I was going to say the Regal Beagle, but it's three's company, right? That's right. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. How does he get that? Wow. Dang. Chris. That's not your fault, Chris. I would have said really the same thing. I really didn't think he was going to get that. <laughs> no. That was fun. All right, Chris. Uh, you can try back. We got these tickets all this week, so please call us back uh, tomorrow again if you want, okay? Thank you. I'll do that. All right. Thank you for listening, sir. You take care. Bye bye. Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. You got uh, four right. tickets. Have you ever been to Monster Jam before? I haven't, but I have a seven-year-old that would love to go, so I'm super stoked. Okay, so can I give you some advice? Sure. Buy headphones. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah? For okay. the seven-year-old. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, because it's okay. gonna, it's really loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and even the Monster Jam people will tell you the same thing. They even sell them, I believe. At oh, the, they for sure do. Yeah, it's really okay. loud. So, like, go on Amazon, buy yourself a good, get ex- inexpensive set of, I mean, mm-hmm. big headphones to put on. And, and Just most, like a construction guy would wear, wear or whatever. Most of the kids right, will be wearing right. them out there anyway, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. Thank you. We appreciate you listening. Hang on the phone. Don't go anywhere. That's actually one of my favorite parts of Monster Jam, now that I'm a father, is when you go out there seeing all the little kids in their headphones and how excited they are to see the trucks and things fly into the air. Yeah. I actually like that. I, You know, that's a new generation thing. To protect your hearing. To protect your hearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish to God. 
I had that when I was younger. Huh? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so 100 years ago, there were predictions made on what the year 2024 would be like. Hmm. I have 10 of those predictions in front of me. Okay. On what, I love this stuff. 100 years ago, I mean, remember, not even 20, 30 years ago, maybe when we were kids, you were a kid, you're going, we're going to have flying cars. Mm-hmm. Yep. By the time I'm in my 40s or 50s or 60s, it's going to be we yet to have flying cars like the Jetsons. So 100 years ago, what were these people predicting about the year 2024? I'll tell you here in a minute. Hang on. I stand corrected with my bitching and complaining earlier about uh, not being able to get into a vet over the weekend. Uh Uh-oh. I just got a phone call from Roseville Animal Hospital. Okay. Very nice lady. I've seen that somewhere. Somewhere I've rolled past, I saw that. She was like, we can get you in today. And, uh, And on top of that, my wife is sending me pictures of panties she wants me to buy her. Oh. I mean, well, you did get really excited about the sale, so. Eight for 25, panty party at Victoria's Secrets. That's a great deal. Usually it's five for like 25. (laughs) I have never seen anybody get that excited that's male about a Victoria's Secret panty sale. I buy my wife's panties. Well, that's nice. Isn't it? That is. Sometimes. Do you remember the. uh, What do you do? The pan. I buy buy my wife's panties. (laughs) He wants to make Less of a question. Huh? <laughs> Less of a question. The, I, I made a panty boutique, uh, or not boutique, a bouquet one year for, for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And what'd you put it inside of? I didn't. I got the- More panties. I got the, the stems, and I wrapped the panties around them, and I tied them with uh, twine, and it looked like uh, roses, and they were panties. I mean, that is creative. I'm going to give you that. Yeah. That uh, is creative. And then I sprawled it out up top, so it looked like a, a, a rose. But do you pick out the good kind, though? I think men might just pick out ones you like to actually look at, mm-hmm. not what's comfortable. No, I know the ones that she wears. She wears okay. boxer briefs. No, I'm just kidding. Boxer briefs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Basketball shorts. I think she wears a cheekster. That's the thing, a cheekster. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cheekster. So, yeah, so I go in there. I just, I've always felt uncomfortable going to those stores. Yes. You know, especially so you, if you buy them online. As you they, should. And, you know, in the, in the, in the, the, the clientele's gotten younger and younger. So, you know, you're sitting there scrounging through panties and then you got to go through the drawers and you find, and then it, God forbid you find one you like and you can't find the size and you're asking somebody or, you know, you ask the person, try asking the person next to you. Try asking the, try the 48 year old guy asking the 19 year old girl next to him, hoping they're 19. You're like, would you wear these? <laughs> no. Really uncomfortable. Don't no. do it. Anyway, a uh, hundred years ago, it was not 2024. It was a different day and age. It was 1924. Hmm. And they had, they being whoever, you know, did this, they, they, they had asked people what their predictions were of the year 2024. You got to think about it. I mean, a hundred years ago, like you're talking no television. Yeah, what could they even imagine? Right. What would you imagine? What could you imagine about a hundred years from now? I mean, as a kid, I think it was kind of fairly easy to imagine techie stuff because, you know, it really doesn't matter what, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter what age, but, you know, if you're 20 and up, which I'm assuming most people listening are, you grew up with sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so Hollywood kind of determines on, you know, the future and you're going, oh, well, maybe one day we'll have laser guns mm-hmm. or we'll have, we'll be able to talk on a phone without it being into the wall and stuff like that. So that stuff, not so far-fetched, but 1924, what could you have ma- what, what, what did they have imagined that the year 2024 would be? So here are some of their predictions. One would be no one would have teeth. 
Why would they think that? A nationally syndicated advice columnist through America's Eating habit, Habits could drastically change our looks. Quote, will we have any teeth at all? Will there be any color on our face except paint? Will the men have any height to speak of? Or will they be all girth? So I guess they thought that maybe because the dental wasn't all that great. I mean, this is right. This is this is right. But before the Great Depression? No. Right after. 20 is the Great Depression. Yeah, 20 right after. Right. So we're talking the thick of it, really. So we're talking the Industrial Revolution. This we're a little farther off than the Industrial Revolution. Right. I mean, this is the New Deal stuff. I mean, this is all that time. Yeah, New Deal. You're leading into the New Deal, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this is what these people were thinking. Horses would go extinct. A professor at USC predicted horses would be an endangered species. Because the invention of automobiles would render them useless. Yeah, because that's all horses are good for is carrying buggies. That's crazy. Quote, in another hundred years, you may find horses in zoos. I'm sure you will not find them anywhere else. Do you think his uh, great-grandkids uh, go around and say, my, pro- my dad was the professor that predicted, you know, you want to keep that Yeah, that's pretty tight to the vest. That's a mm-hmm. mess. Yeah. Low-key. Working from home. In a book called Wireless Possibilities, a guy basically predicted the internet. He said we'd be doing most, this is 1924, he said we'd be doing most things remotely and it would be great if you hate cities, quote, would a help to the man who objects a large city? Why could he not conduct his business from his house in comfort? Is that he nailed a, that. Is that a time traveler? How would you even wrap your head around that? I mean, like, every, at this point, 1924, I don't think everyone even has a phone in their house. He was a psychic. That's how he was able to predict it. He saw the future. And the phones were, you'd go through an operator still. Yes, right? I, I, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, not just the wireless, to use the word wireless. And right. You would say cordless. Yeah, we used to say cordless when it first all started coming about. Right. Uh, but to say that you would work for ho- from work home. Work from home, yes. God, I wish, if there's one thing that COVID destroyed us on, I mean, there's many things, but this work from home mentality. It drives me insane. Everybody wants to work from home now. Everybody want to work wants to work from home. And they say they like it better. And I, some people' points of view, I get. Like my mom working from home, I get that. Number one, she lives so far away from society, but you can't do everything from home. No. Mm-hmm. Now, look. To be fair, there are certain jobs you can do from home. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, but you have to be the right person. Like you can't be trained. Uh, especially if you're a younger person, be trained with a go get it mentality working from home. Nope. You have to be somebody that knows or already has that mentality and then goes backwards to the working from home. Mm-hmm. Because everybody that I see working from home, you're lazy son bitches. <laughs> lazy, lazy, lazy with excuses. And there's this weird t- like punch card. Five o'clock, nothing, not, not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain jobs where you don't stop working. This is one of them. Yeah. You work, radio is... 365, 24-7. Now, you can't say that anymore out loud. No. But if you don't have that mentality in this business, don't even get in the business. Right. I don't want to be anywhere around you. You know, because that you do, I, I worked with somebody one time. They were like, well, you know, show's over. I'm not going to do that. What? <laughs> I went directly into the boss man and said, it's got to go. You can't have that. I would have paid all my all the money that I've made this year in the last 10 years to be in that room <laughs> as that person said that to you just to see your face. 75 would seem young. A British politician predicted life expectancy would be at least 100 years old. Sad. 
and we'd still feel fairly young at 75. These I are predictions agree with that. that were made 100 years ago. I do too, yeah. Yeah, people are living longer and looking good. You know, they say the dinosaurs are the reason why we don't live longer. Why? Because they should not have, based on everything else uh, that scientists, quote unquote, know about the world, they shouldn't have lasted as long as they did. And because they did, that forced mammals to have shorter life cycles so that they could pump out mammals fast enough, faster. Why'd you read that? That's good. I just read it yesterday. It was a, a science journal. <laughs> okay, let me, he let, has so much let, useless let, knowledge. Let, let me have a follow-up question to that. Where, where did you find such information? The internet. The internet? Just, <laughs> okay. Next question, please. Yeah? Whereabouts on the internet were you looking? Um, <laughs> Mine came up in, a, this was a, a Reddit like, thread. Where, where did that come up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> to make you stop and go, huh, this is really interesting. Let me read this. Let me read about the dinosaurs. Read it. Yeah. Because I know there's going to be a day on this radio show that this information is going to be way, and I'm going to pick my spot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm huh? going to jump in. And look how well it worked out. Not it less did. 24 hours later, I get to use this. Sound really smart on your 42nd birthday. Thank you. <laughs> World Peace. Movie mogul, uh, mogul D.W. Griffith predicted moving pictures would help end all wars because- they were a universal language that could help us all understand each other. He said by 2024, movies would have played a huge part in, quote, eliminating from the face of the civilized world all armed conflict. Well, Mr. Griffith, you've done the exact opposite. Yeah. You nailed that one. Exact opposite. <laughs> Instead of world peace, what movies have done, uh, they have inspired people to be horrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is a movie coming out that I am terrified of. And it is a movie where it depicts this country segregated and separated, as a lot of people or some people want. And the the guy, the redheaded actor, he's a soldier and he's got people, you know, he's got him at gunpoint. And, and the guy goes, I'm an American. And he goes, well, what kind? Where there's a civil war oh, once again no. within this country. Oh. And oh. you have to decide what type of an American you are. That type of movie like I see just the trailer, you know, when I went and saw the Iron Claw and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's going to be, unfortunately, at least one bad situation come from this movie. Absolutely. I feel the same way about The Handmaid's Tale. All of these movies I see that could come to fruition scare me. Constant war everywhere. The president of the American Chemical Society had a different take. <laughs> he thought futuristic weapons would mean major cities would constantly be under attack. I mean, depends on what major city you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Would be, women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids. New York Daily News, a dude said women will occupy all the highest positions and men will just do the physical labor or stay at home. Wait on the babies to mine or mine the pets. That's, I mean, there it, has been a shift for sure. Yeah. There are more women out working and men willing to, to stay home and raise the kids. We actually work with somebody at our last station, who did that? Left and went and raised his kids. Yeah, nothing his wrong wife with that. Was a CEO or something? So, yeah. yeah, it's you know it, like I, when this person probably made this prediction, it was a very black and white statement. Mm-hmm. As men rule the world, women you know are inferior during this time, right? And <laughs> no, I mean that, that's no. probably the mindset, right? Yes. That's that's that that would have been the the sexist mindset. Did you say it would be like this? You're a woman, make me food. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're a woman, make me food. Yep. That would be the mindset. Yeah. But versus taking the stance of the polar opposite, mm-hmm. it would just be we would come to our own, we would evolve to understand that women can do the same things men can do 
in most aspects Mm -hmm. and vice versa. So some of these men-heavy roles, traditionally, historically, Mm -hmm. would then be available for women, finally, and thank God, and vice versa. Right. That would be a better way of saying it. Yes. Right? I said that very well, I must say. A limit to the number of kids you have. Department of Agriculture uh, official predicted he wouldn't have enough food to go around, so births would have to be limited in some manner by 2024. Not here. No, not no. here. Yeah. No. And we do have kind of. well, um, lesser births happening, but it's just because people don't want kids. Right. Right. Not because they have to do it. Millennials and younger mm-hmm. do not want, want kids. kids. They're like, Joe, bro, you don't want a kid. You're a, you're a what? He's a what? 23? You got to be Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z. Do you want kids? Yeah, he doesn't want kids. That's a no. <laughs> That's a no. That's a no. Yeah. Cities would be totally rebuilt around cars is another one. Everyone would be flying to work. We yeah. We all thought we'd be flying to work by now, but That's we're not. That's not going to happen. That's never going to happen. Nah, I don't know about Unless never. it's automated. You are never, the average John Q. public is never going to be given a pilot's license to fly. Look what you do with a car now. The accidents. Can you imagine me in the air? No. Okay, no. thank no, you. No, you should never be in the air. There's more me's than you's out you there. I barely promise. be on the ground. Actually, I could see you in the air. <laughs> yeah, he would have a... Shouldn't be on the ground. You shouldn't. <laughs> you'd have to have a special car. Yeah. You should have a driver take you wherever you have to go. <laughs> yes. You should not be allowed to drive. Sir, we can't sell you this car, but I tell you, we can sell you this car that takes up two seats. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 All right, here uh, in about 25 minutes... Oh, I'm so excited. It's the Nelson Big Birthday Bit. I can't wait. Where he has a chance to win his share of his birthday cash. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting times. I can't wait. Each question will be worth a certain amount of money. <laughs> and I have not put a dollar amount yet. I'm just I know you like to play fly. it loose. Yeah, I'm yeah. play it loose. So <laughs> that, you will be going home today possibly with a lot of extra money. Thank God. Cha-ching. Thank God. You know? Maybe he can buy us lunch today. Nope. Okay. No, because he's got leftover meat from last night. Yeah, I do. I'm going to tear into them ribs today, boy. I was like, you know, anybody else, I'd have a problem with it. But he's like, do you mind if I get three meats? I was like, no, brother, you do your thing. It's your birthday. You get all the meat. I was like, I know you ain't going to eat it all. And and then then he's reaching over to Rachel's. And you're like, you're not going to take that. Let me take that. You're right. You're going to throw that brisket away? You're not going to take that. (laughs) She didn't eat two meats. All right, third, he it up for the week. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to give you the most recent Hollywood loss and why the Falcons coach went off. Yeah. All right. Two big stories from today. That was an interesting week 18 in the NFL <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Woo-wee. All right. I'll get you all that here in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. And third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530 good air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Thank you, D. Hollywood has lost another gem. Cindy Morgan, H5. So I remember before I had to walk out for their first shot, where I had to walk past the pool, and I had to pull this character off. And I remember standing there leaning on the sink going, I can't do this. I just can't. And that audio there is from Cindy Morgan. She's best known for her roles in the early 1980 films Caddyshack and Tron. In that clip, she was talking about her role in Caddyshack 2 and how she was nervous about having to put the swimsuit on. Well, she has passed away at the age of 69. They're saying from natural causes. This is according to a report 
from the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office in Florida. Her roommate, who had been away on a visit for the holidays, said she was gone about 11 days. And when she came back, there was a strong odor coming out of the mm. room, and they found her deceased. Isn't that weird? 69, Cindy yep. Morgan, roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the oddest thing in the story, that she had a roommate. Maybe she didn't. Did they get residuals back then for stuff? Maybe she didn't have the money to live Probably in not the way they have it now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but she but she was she did Falcon's Crest. I mean, she did uh, other television shows in the 80s, but she was gorgeous. I mean, mm-hmm. she was so beautiful that she wasn't supermodel beautiful. Like she was the girl next door beautiful. Yes. Like her as what Lacey in Caddyshack, right? As Lacey? Yes. You know, and you know that scene when they go back to Chevy Chase's uh, place and he's got all the checks laying everywhere. Right, and he's like, "Oh, you can have it. Eighteen thousand dollars, you can have it." You know? Have that one. She, she's just so beautiful, but it wasn't like the sex sells with her, Mm-mm. and that's the that's the hottest I think. Yeah, you know, when you can not sell the sex, but just be sexy and the, just attractive, and just extremely mm-hmm. attractive. Uh, and Tron, the you know the original. Yes, she was great, and she did a lot of I think voiceover work too for different things, mm-hmm. and she did. Uh, she was a, a you know Caddyshack is a cult following, so she would do a lot of the appearances for Caddyshack, a lot of the golf tournaments. You know, I know that um, Bill Murray does a lot of the golf tournaments and whatnot. Yeah. So, uh, it's just, I mean, that it, it just saddens me. And this is the the this there was one the other week too. You know, they they were such a big deal, and they had such a good the career. Ian Hutch guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. David Soul. Yeah, it's such a great career. And then their career stops, and they do whatever it is afterwards, whoever, whatever they do. I don't know. I don't know how mm-hmm. these people get paid after they're done acting. And then you find out she's 69 years old living in Palm Beach with a roommate. Like, that just saddens me. Yeah, and then maybe it's one of those things where she didn't want to live alone because she was getting older. Sometimes older women do that, mm-hmm. too. They room up together so they're not alone. Can you they Im- don't have husbands. Can you imagine being the roommate and being a fan of hers from the 80s? <laughs> And you go on, you know, Roommate Finder, and you see Cindy. You're like, it can't be the same Cindy Morgan. No way. And you meet up for a coffee, and you're like, I got to ask you, are you this? And you pull is he, Are you this oh, Cindy no. Morgan? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me. You're like, you want to be roommates? No, I do not. I think we at just, that moment, yeah, you would not be a roommate No, I do anymore. not. You're like, yeah, she's like, no, no, that's, no, no, no. Sorry I found somebody. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> All right, second story. The Falcons have gone through a meltdown and a firing in the last 24 hours. H6. Oh, and Arthur Smith's hot that Dennis Allen scored a touchdown at the end. He is hot. He said, what are you doing? And he's going at Dennis Allen. You can read his lips and you know. And I think he's got a right, by the way, to do that. At the conclusion of the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints game on Sunday, the Saints had the ball. They were at the one-yard line. This is the point where I guess you're supposed to just kind of kneel since the game was already so far was 41-17. to Well, the Saints went ahead, scored another touchdown to make the score 48-17. to And at that time, Atlanta Falcons head coach Arthur Smith went bonkers. He started cussing at them and told them they shouldn't have done that. And he said, just wait till next season. Well, unfortunately... <laughs> for him, there won't be a next season because Whoops. he was fired. Yeah, and that's that's a good thing for the Atlanta Falcons to to move on from from Arthur Smith. It just didn't work out, and he's my fraternity brother, so I wish him nothing but the best. Of course, but they, you know, afterwards, James Winston, you know, they said they overruled Dennis Allen, but it, it, it it's one of those things where you can make the argument of look, 
You're playing football. You got a minute left. You're in the one yard line. Why wouldn't you score? A lot of the people in the game were backups. A lot Mm -hmm. of people were trying to get incentives. You know, so why wouldn't you score? Mm -hmm. But the other side of that, the unwritten rule is if you kind of know, you know, you're up by that much, you just kneel on the ball, no big deal. And 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 you don't go full force if you're a defensive player. Mm -hmm. So they're not going full force. So it's a catch twenty two. Or um, catch twenty twenty. Yeah, big. It's a catch twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, you know. But if you're going to go out as a head coach, you go out defending your team like that. Yes. You know. Also, uh, the Commanders look like they're cutting ties with Riverboat Ron Rivera. Really. And the rumor is that uh, they've asked to talk to uh, Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator uh, with the Rams, which I still don't know why they're not giving Eric Bieniemy his shot. They brought him over from Kansas City. That guy deserves a shot. Mm-hmm. You know that's the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs aren't as good as they were because there's no Eric Bieniemy. What do I know? Other than I'm a two-time World Heavyweight Fantasy Football Champion this year. Yeah, you are. Ready to make some money? I am. It is Nelson's 42nd birthday today. He was born this day in 1982. I have put together what I'm calling Nelson's Big Birthday Bit. <laughs> where he can win all kinds of birthday money. Your birthday money prize will be determined on how you answer these questions. Okay. Each worth a certain amount. I can't wait. Are you ready? I am so ready. You want to keep the live stream up for this? Yes. All right, we'll keep the live stream up on the BS Facebook as well as the 98 Rock Facebook. If you want to watch as we play uh, Nelson's Big Birthday Bits. Mm-hmm. Here next. Thank you.